guys, it's rain. And that makes it Dual Links Radio with Rain. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about how I'm doing on the grand tournament scheme. We're going to go over the next event that's going to help us bring out the Sacred Beasts. And maybe I'll have a little extra special promo at the end. Well, guys, here we go. The new episode, Dual Links Radio with Rain. So, right now, I'm on stage two for the Kaiba KC Grand Tournament. I have gone through so many different decks trying stuff out uh, to get to to get to um, the second stage. Uh, the first stage for, I would say, from like 12 to about maybe 17 or 18, I was playing um, uh, Endless Trap Hell Gauki for a while, um, but it was making games go incredibly slow. Uh, just because that's kind of the, the nature of that beast. It's more of a grind out your opponent and, you know, f- slowly just beat him down deck. Which is not really great for the KC Grand Tournament. So, I switched up to an OTK deck. Um, I was running Dragoonides. I made it to about 23. And uh, that's when I got into a little bit of trouble with a couple different decks uh, that I saw a lot of. Um, But then I went, I switched it over to um, Cyber Dragon. Um, And that basically got me past uh, stage one. So what decks I saw a lot of um, in stage one to get completed to... Uh, I saw a lot of Dark Magician, like a lot of Dark Magician. Um, I saw a lot of, um, for a while there, I was seeing a lot of Shiranui. Um, I saw a lot of um, Black Wings. And now in Stage 2, it seems like I'm seeing uh, Shiranui, DDD, um, uh, and quite a bit of Cyber Dragon. So, going forward, I've actually been uh, playing kind of a, what, what would be more of a, a, a deck that I, I would play in tournaments with side cards. So, um, I've been running a deck that has uh, two copies of Summon Breaker in it. Uh, I find <laughs> when you're playing that, it just just destroys your opponent um you know what summon breaker is is a field spell if they special if they summon uh three monsters then it and ends that goes to the end phase um so when i ran into heroes when i ran into cyber dragons when i run into um black wings it just shuts the deck right off so it's a great turn one set you know um set down the uh uh, put it not set it but uh, put it in the field spell zone and just go you know set a couple of other traps void trap holes um, fiendish chains and then um, the monster core that I'm running is actually the, the desperado um, synchro core so it's working out pretty well um, my, my dual level is going up now um, at first I was just trying out a couple of other decks um, I've got kind of a fun little Harpies Hunting Ground Miss Valley deck that I use uh, that I like to play around with. And I started out with that, but it was OTK deck after OTK deck after OTK deck. And that Harpies Hunting Ground really only has one disruption, um, one or two disruptions. So decks that kind of just OTK hard they usually can get around those disruptions pretty quick they they normally can withstand that so that's kind of the the gist of what Casey Grand Tournament's going for me um 
I'm at about 45% win rate uh, now because I, I kind of had a, a few losses with the Miss Valley deck at, at the start. Um, so, but every day I, I would suggest every day guys, just go in there and get, you know, get your, f what, five, four or five duels in. So you get your, your gems and your free pack. Um, you don't really need the cards and I know I don't need the cards in the pack, but it's nice to, uh, to get that extra gems. Um, the event after, so, um, today is the 14th, I believe. Yeah. 14th. So tomorrow, the 15th, the, the cup ends, and then uh, we move on to the uh, U-Bell event that gives us um, the um, contact fusion of the three secret beasts. Now, the to get this out, it's incredibly difficult. So um, it, it has a ridiculous effect but it's almost impossible to get out unless maybe they'll give us um, some of the cards that come with the uh, Sacred Beast structure deck that's already been released in Japan and it's coming out in a couple of weeks here in North America uh, we are getting more TCG releases and the structure deck um, I talked about it a while ago uh, it's the structure deck sacred beasts now um, what we're getting is it's called Armital the chaos phantom and here's what it is so it is a dark fiend fusion effect monster level 12 it has zero attack and zero defense okay it is a contact fusion of Uriah Lord of Searing Flames Haman, Lord of Striking Thunder, and Raviel, Lord of Phantasms. It must be special summoned from your extra deck by banishing the above cards you control. Do not use polymerization. It cannot be destroyed by battle. This card gains 10,000 attack during your turn only. So, it is a 0-0 attack monster during, during your opponent's turn. And then on your turn, it gains 10,000 attack. Um, so, how to get this out? Uh, right now, you would have to basically... The way is, you'd get Raviel out first. So, Raviel is... Raviel, Lord of the Phantasms. He is a level 10, 4,000, 4,000. So, he is basically... The, they, I think they call him the shadows of the Egyptian gods. So he would be the shadow of Obelisk Tormentor. Cannot be normal summoner set. Must be special summoned by your hand by tributing three fiend type monsters and cannot be special summoned other ways. If your opponent normal summons a monster, special summon one phantom token. Fiend uh, level one, a thousand attack, thousand tenths for each monster summoned but cannot declare an attack once per turn you tribute one monster this card gains attack equal to the original attack of the tribute monster till the end turn so the idea is you would have three fiends you tribute the three fiends to special summon the raviel now there's haman lord of striking thunder which is the shadow of Ra. And he's got the same stats, except he's a Thunder Light, not a Fiend. Um, and the way to get him is you have to tribute three continuous spell cards you control the graveyard. Um, some people were running him in um, uh, what would be um, the oh the um, Crystal Beast deck is probably the easiest because when the crystal beasts are destroyed they become continuous spell cards so you can run them in the crystal beast deck um so you would have to get him out his other effect is if he destroys an opponent's monster by battle sends it to the graveyard inflict a thousand damage to your opponent and then while he's in face-up defense opponent can only target him for attacks um then the third one which um the third one is the shadow of Slifer is uh, Uriah, the Lord of 
searing flames. Uh, his his summoning condition is three face-up trap cards you control. So you have three face-up trap cards, you get rid of them, and then he gets summoned out. He gains a thousand attack for each continuous trap card in your graveyard. Uh, he has zero attack, zero defense, but he is level 10 fire pyro. Um, and so he gets a thousand attack for each continuous trap in your graveyard. Once per turn, you can target one spell or trap card, destroy it. Uh, neither player can activate those cards in response to his effect. So if you activate his effect to destroy a spell or trap, he cannot activate an effect to res- they they cannot activate any any spell or traps to respond uh, to that effect. Okay. So basically, right now what they want you to do is you tribute three fiends to get out Raviel. Then you have to tribute three spell continuous spells for um, that would be for Haman. And then you'd have to tribute three traps for Uria. And then you would then contact Fuse, three, essentially, you know, two of them were 4,000 attack, and one of them is, uh, you know, it could be as as low as 3,000 or zero if you're using, say, like, um, uh, the hero build that would get him out, uh, which the um, vision hero monsters are continuous traps but they would not be in the graveyard as continuous traps so he would have you know zero attacker defense um so by getting him out that way uh by getting them out that way you attribute it for a zero attack zero defense monster that uh you know there is a plethora of disruptions in Yu-Gi-Oh that then would basically null and void that entire thing. Now you're saying, Rain, why would anyone play this deck? Well, there are cards that have been released in the structure deck that basically make this deck a little bit playable, like you could entirely playable. So I'm going to go through those cards and maybe in Duel Links, they'll kind of give us a slide. Uh, we don't know what the special skill that, um, that Ubel's getting. So that's another big thing because with us not knowing the skill, honestly, it could be like, you know, uh, you have no cards in your hand on your first turn and you, but you have the three sacred beasts on the field. So you can instantly summon Armadil. That could be uh, it's kind of the same thing they did with Gate Guardian. Uh, they could start, we could have that as the start. I don't know. But uh, the first card is called Dimension Fusion Destruction. Okay. It is a normal spell. And here's what it is. Special summon one fan phantasm fusion monster from your extra deck by banishing fusion materials listed on it from your hand field or graveyard ignoring its summoning condition and if you do take no battle damage uh, no battle damage from attacks involving it you control if you control yura yuria hamon or raviel your opponent cannot activate cards or effect in response to this card's activation so the idea with this is you have your Uria, Hamon, or Raviel. More likely, probably Hamon on the field because he's the easiest to real- realistically the easiest to get out because you can drop three spells and bam, you've got um, you've got your um, Hamon on the field right away. Okay, um, and if he's in defense mode, all basically routing everything to it and then you've got your uh, your sacred beast out right away all right the other cards that we've got here that are new um the next one is called chaos core it's a monster okay dark fiend level three zero attack zero defense 
when a card or effect activate that targets this card, or when this card is targeted for an attack by an opponent's monster. Quick effect. You can send up to one each, Uria, Amon, or Raviol from your hand or deck to the graveyard. If you do, put the same number of Phantasm counters on this card, and if you do that, you take no battle damage for the rest of the turn. You can only use the effect of Chaos Core once per turn. If this card would be destroyed by battle or card effect, you can remove one Phantasm counter from this card instead. So that would be basically like a blocker, and it also would get the uh, big bricks out of your hand and out of your deck to go into the graveyard so that you can use that spell later. Okay, next one, the Dark Beckoning Beast. Okay, it is a Dark Fiend level two monster, zero attack, zero defense. Okay, when this card is normal summoned, you can add one Uria, Himon, Raviel, or one card that specifically lists any of those names in its text from your deck to your hand, except Dark Beckoning Beast. You can only use the effect of Dark Beckoning Beast once per turn. During your main phase, you can normal summon one Fiend monster with zero attack, zero defense, in addition to your normal summon set. You only gain that effect once per turn. Lots of stuff going on there. Okay. Now, next one is the Chaos Summoning Beast. It is a Dark Fiend level one, zero attack, zero defense. You can tribute this card to special summon one Uria, Hamon, or Raviel from your hand, ignoring its summoning conditions. You can banish one this card from your graveyard, add one Fallen Paradise from your deck to your hand. You can only use each effect of Chaos Summoning Beast once per turn. So, you can banish him from the graveyard after you've already summoned either Hamon, Raviel, or Uria. Add one Fallen Paradise to your deck and that and after you banish him from the graveyard after you sent him from the field to tribute for those monsters so a lot going on with that guy okay now we've got the dark summoning beast all right he is a level five dark fiend effect monster zero attack zero defense you can tribute this card special summon one uria one Haman, one Raviol from your hand deck, ignoring the summoning conditions. Also, monsters you control cannot attack for the rest of this turn. You can only use the effect of Dark Summoning Beast once per turn. You can banish this card from your graveyard, add one Urias, Haman, or Raviol from your deck to your hand. Again, more ways to move cards around. Pretty great that way. So, then you've we're going to talk about... Um, probably the next big card that is talked about, which would be Fallen Paradise. Okay, it's a field spell. Your opponent cannot target Uria, Amon, or Raviel, or Armatol in your monster zones with card effects. Also, those monsters cannot be destroyed by your opponent's card effects while you control them. If you control Uria, Amon, Raviel, or Armatol, in your monster zone, you can draw two cards and only use the effect of Fallen Paradise once per turn. Honestly, if we get any of these, it would greatly, greatly help. Now, they also invented or created a new Raviel. Okay, he is called Raviel, Lord of Phantasm's Heaven Crushing Fist. Cannot be normal summoner set, must be special summoned by tributing three monsters, so it doesn't sit specifically list a fiend. It is the same attack and defense and, and type as the original Raviel. You can discard this card, then target one Raviel you control for the rest of the turn, its attack becomes doubled. Also, it can attack all monsters your opponent controls once each. If this card is in your graveyard, you can tribute one monster, add this card to your hand. You can only use each effect of Raviel, Lord of Phantasm, Heaven Crafting Fish, once per turn. So, insane. So, that would definitely, in my opinion, help out the, um, the Sacred Beast deck. Uh, if, if any of those were to come to Duel Links, I don't think we're getting them right now, honestly. Um, I think that they're uh, just going to 
give us the armatol and like I said probably a skill that is closer resemblance to that of um, Gate Guardian if they are even going to approach that skill um, I don't think that that deck would be uh, super meta uh, with even with all those cards helping it out because we have so many cards that would you know flip stuff face down uh, would kind of be more of an OTK if they are to set up anything like that so it's definitely not um, anything competitive that uh, would be taking the, the meta by storm by any, any stretch of the imagination. But it would be a lot of fun, that's for sure. So um, I want to talk a little bit about um, kind of the, the way that um, the deck kind of would be structured if, if that were to come in place. You know, you'd have those, those cards that would um, definitely help the deck. Um, I think that, I, I don't believe you would run three of each of the, or sorry, um, you wouldn't really run um, a ton of the Sacred Beasts to get out Armital. I don't think so. Uh, I think you would pick maybe like, you'd run like a, a Ravial build, uh, so to speak, where you've got your Ravial uh, and you've got your, your different fiend type monsters. Um, I think that would probably be good because you, you're looking at um, potentially if, if we got the, the other Ravial as well, um, you know, an 8,000 attack monster. So uh, 8,000 is, it isn't 10,000, but it's also 4,000 on your opponent's turn and 8,000 on your turn, which is, uh, you know, a lot better. And you could add that that other monster back to your hand. Uh, if we had the the Fallen Paradise, you have that as well to kind of um, protect the Ravial um, that's on the field. So, I mean, I could see that being actually a pretty good deck if you think about it. Um, having a 4,000 attack monster that's protected would definitely help. Yeah, so realistically going through that, the Ravial deck does sound pretty decent. Yeah, so definitely uh, definitely sounds like it would be a deck just kind of going through my head. It, it doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, definitely you, you, you'd be pretty fun. Uh, you know, you can add some other uh, some other stuff in there that would definitely uh, um, assist in it as far as um, different ways to pull off a few different combos. Um, yeah, I, I do think that that wouldn't be too bad. Um, oh, yes, there's also a trap card. I forgot about this one. Uh, it's called Sacred Beast Awakening. And once per turn, if you control a level 10 monster, you can add one continuous trap from your graveyard to your hand. This card gains effect based on number of Uria, Ravial, and Haman you control with different names. Uh, one, each time your opponent normal or special summons monsters, you gain life points equal to that monster's attack. Uh, Two, negate all monster effects activated on your opponent's field. Three, any monster sent to your opponent's graveyard is banished instead. Yeah, that, I think that one's kind of important, and it's a continuous trap, so you can add it back to your hand if it goes away. Um, it's It sounds like, so um, this deck is coming out pretty soon uh, for us. Uh, I do think it would be a lot of fun if if you're so I know we we are pretty much just dual links now but uh, I, I think the deck would be pretty fun to play around with definitely uh, definitely would come in, in in handy just to just to fool around with and see what you can do um, I probably will will be buying it um, I do think that uh, it, it looks like fun um, it does have a bunch of other cards. Has some has Farfa, Burning Abyss. They they've got a couple different reprints in it, um, so kind of cool. Um, so with Dual Links um, being more OCG, I'm hoping maybe they'll bring us some of that stuff. 
uh, it would be a good time to maybe even add it into the next box. You know, the box uh, that's coming out after this mini box that just came out. Um, you know, it might be something. I don't know. Definitely uh, would be a lot of fun to try. Uh, that's one thing with me. I, I do like trying a lot of new decks. So upcoming, um, the new new things that are coming out for June and July in the TCG. Um, so they are bringing out um, Eternity Code. It's been delayed for a long time. So uh, they're bringing it out coming on June 5th, uh, which has already kind of happened. Um, that has some new uh, Plunder Patrol, some new Ancient Warriors, some Ignisters, um, Trap Trick, and Tin Dangles, uh, Megaliths, Marine Cess, uh, Gizmet cards, and Gokies. Um, I believe the Goki that's in there are, uh, is um, uh, Iron Claw is in there, which we have on in Duel Links. Um, then after that, they're bringing out Toon Chaos. Um, so Toon Chaos has a bunch of different Toon Monsters and a bunch of new Chaos Monsters. Uh, one of them is the Chaos Creator and Toon Blackluster Soldier, kind of neat little thing. And they are giving away a reprint of Pot of Extravagance, which if you do play the TCG, Pot of Extravagance is well over $100. So it's kind of a good card to get. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be short printed knowing the way that, that they do things, but at least it's in second printing of it. Um, then we are getting um, Legendary Duelist set. So they're, they're adding the Legendary Duelist and the Ancient Millennium ones together. Um, so that is the, the previous Pegasus and Joey set. Uh, they're calling it Le Le Legendary Duelist Season 1 and it kind of comes in a nice little box. Um, and then, of course, we are getting the uh, structure deck with the Sacred Beasts. Uh, they're giving, they're, they put uh, Mystical Space Typhoon in there and Pot of Desires. So if you're looking for some Pot of Desires, they're in there and that's hitting the shelves July 10th. So, you know, a um, little, little under a month away coming up. So uh, definitely cool. Um, they are bringing back Battle of the Legend. So, uh, Battle of Legend Armageddon is what this one's called. And it has some cards like Artifact Sanctum, uh, Chimera Tech Mega Fleet Dragon, Medulci Angeli, and Black Whirlwind, uh, Mecha Phantom Beasts O-Lion, and Dragon Buster Destruction Sword. Uh, they are, um, they are also releasing a uh, Shonen Jump prize card. Chaos Emperor, the Dragon of Armageddon, is in this set. And they're bringing out um, a bunch of iconic dragons in different ways. So um, the ones they're bringing out are Trishula, the Dragon of Icy Imprisonment, Dark Arm, the Dragon of Annihilation, and Judgment, the Dragon of Heaven. So very cool uh, level eight monsters that uh, are, are interesting. In the Battle of Legend Armageddon, they're bringing out a bunch of fossil cards um, that they were ran by Jim Cook um, in GX, and they've also kind of made up some. So, pretty cool. It's coming out July 24th, so the end of July. So, I mean, with all the coronavirus stuff happening, um, you know, they're, they're testing out these kind of uh, duels that are distance. So, with that being said, they are kind of giving us a little extra. Now, um, in response to um, the, the ban list that kind of happened in the TCG, um, they also had an OCG ban list happen. Uh, both of them really don't affect Duel Links at all, so I'm not going to get too much into them. Uh, the TCG just all they they didn't ban anything; they just unbanned a couple of cards. Um, they put them not unbanned; they unlimited them uh, to three. And um, because recently I've been playing a lot of Dragoonides, 
they are coming out in with a new starter deck in Japan, uh, starter deck R11, and it's called Dragoonity Drive. Now I'm going to go through these cards because um, they sound pretty neat. Uh, so the first one is an effect monster, so it's not. This is not the synchro ladder climb style Dragoonities that we have seen in the past, uh, as far as Duel Links goes. So the first one is Dragoonity Arms Gram, or Dragoonity Armagram is probably what it's going to be called in, in North America. It's a wind level 10 dragon, 2900 attack, 2200 defense. You can only use each of the first, second, and third effects of this card's name once per turn. So you can use all these effects once per turn. Okay, first one. You can banish two dragon or wing beast monsters from your graveyard. Special summon this card from your hand. So that's a fantastic way to get them out. Two, you can target one face off monster on the field, negate its effects. And if you do, it loses a thousand attack for each equipped card you control. Very good. Number three, when an opponent's monster is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard, you can equip it to this card. Very, very cool. And it is a pretty, pretty crazy looking dragon, as far as art-wise goes. Next one is a Dragoonity Synchro. It is Dragoonity Knight, Arid Bear, Arid Bear. Wind, level 10, Dragon Synchro, attack 3300, defense 3200. So it's very close to the Synchro that we use now. One Dragoonity Tuner, one plus one non tuner monsters so you can make it basically the same way you make the current 10 so what he does is you can only you can same as the other one you can use each of first second and third effects of this card's name once per turn okay first one when your opponent activates monster effect quick effect you can banish one dragoonity monster from your graveyard negate the activation and if you do banish that monster two if this card destroys an opponent's monster battle, after damage calculation, you can banish that opponent's monster. Three, if this synchro summon monster is destroyed by an opponent's card effect, you can destroy all spell and traps your opponent controls. Very, very cool. There's a normal spell called Dragoonity Glow. Normal spell, you can only use each of the first and second effects of this card's name once per turn. Number one, add one level five or higher Dragoonity monster from your deck to your or graveyard to your hand. Two, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target one monster in your spell and trap zone equipped to a Dragoonity monster, special summon it in defense position. So, there's a lot of plays you can do with that. Especially if you're a Dragoonity player, there's a ton of plays with that spell. Um, you know, uh, you can get your your Arma card that, uh, so one of the big plays um, is going into Barsha, uh, which is the level eight synchro. Uh, when you go into Barsha uh, using the common Dragoonity combo, generally you have um, other Dragoonities in the graveyard. You can basically place uh, multiple dragon type monsters uh, onto, onto Barsha, uh, which you usually use and go you, you use it to synchro climb uh, but if you have any of the bigger dragons in the graveyard you can basically pull those back out which very much helps because uh, you don't really have any other chance to do that later on um, it is something that would be great in duel links any of those cards would be very good uh, especially that that uh that synchro um, right now Dragoonities are, are generally an OTK deck uh, not generally they are an OTK deck um, it is my one of my favorite OTK decks for OTK just because it seems to run um, very consistent and there's a lot of outs that um, they get rid of um, specifically multiple monsters on the field at once uh, they tend to be able to banish a lot um, they do have some uh, negative effects but if you plan it right you generally get around that especially with the uh, Dragoonity um, the, the Dragoonity Divine Lance um, 
a lot of people don't realize. They think, oh, the Divine Lance just summons a Dragoonity uh, Dragon tuner and equips it to your monster. But Divine Lance also makes it so your Dragoonity monster is not affected by traps. Um, I've, I went won so many duels because of that. They don't realize, oh, it's not affected by traps. That's crazy. Like, they'll, they'll play a trap and, you know, it just doesn't do anything because of Divine Lance. Um, I've had multiple times where they they tried to affect my stuff. So um, one of the big ones is Fiendish Chain. Uh, they'll Fiendish Chain my, my big dragon that I have to level 10. And uh, what I do with that is, uh, you know, you've got Divine Lance on it. It, they try to Fiendish Chain you, well, it doesn't negate its effect, and it can still attack. So, it's pretty fantastic. Um, the only real thing that hurts your goonies, which is kind of why they, they aren't doing better, is uh, the multiple ways to just flip down, face down your, your monsters. Um, you know, that pretty much stops the deck dead in its tracks. Uh, the other thing that stops it, it, it they're dragons and wind, uh, wing beasts. So mostly the dragons get affected uh, by a few different cards. Um, the the big, just, I, I guess the deck's kind of more of a meme deck anymore, but if you go up against a, a Buster Blader, um, you know, that kind of deck, uh, which they do pop up a lot on the ladder, uh, those decks just wreck it. They they certainly do. You're already dragon. They they end up having you know ten thousand attack, ridiculous amounts of attack because of all the dragons in the graveyard on the field and things like that. So that is kind of the the, the new cards from this set. Um, so I'll talk about what they unlimited in the TCG. Okay, so no longer limited are altergeist multi-faker um i think d's zeef doug zeef would be screaming happy day because of that he's a altergeist player um necros of unicorn so um yeah necros of unicorn is great and then ritual beast alti canahawk um alti canahawk essentially in a in an early game with uh, playing against Ritual Beast in the TCG. I know most people know them from, from Duel Links. In the TCG, Alti Canahawk basically, with multiple copies, can go through probably close to 20, 20 to 30 cards, pretty much cycle through on a first turn. There are a lot of different uh, loops, but the main thing that Alti Canahawk does, now Ritual Beast if you're in a competitive Yu-Gi-Oh! mind state playing uh, like Duel Links you don't worry about so much because if you time limit draw like time limit out on Duel Links um, because you've used too much turn uh, you actually will lose the duel now in the TCG imagine you're sitting down okay you're playing at a regionals Ritual Beast you can easily win a game like a game one very quickly okay so because they don't expect it then they're going to go into their sideboard and hopefully find stuff that can keep can basically go against it now here's the thing with ritual beasts they go off they can go off for a long time and they can use up to 120 minutes of round time with canahawk loops uh there are so many loops that canahawk can can be part of that you can basically loop over and over again and looping over and over again when you have 120 minutes of round time if you do that you know game one game two game th game three normally you don't even get to game three you're normally middle of game two and you time limit so that means the people who are playing the ritual beast deck if they've already won once they will time limit draw you so that means that they because they've won one round they win the entire thing and that's why they got rid of Canahawk uh, because they they felt like it was a it was a card that uh, limits play and it, it, it basically screws a lot of people out of tournaments there are plenty of decks that can fight around it uh, with multiple ways um, now 
We have Nibiru, which would stop that pretty much dead in its tracks now. But if they didn't have Nibiru in their hands, like basically they should, they can just go forever. So that's the main reason why it was on the list. Now, the OCG just also said they've got a new ban list. Okay. Now, the difference with the TCG and the OCG ban list is the OCG ban list did not. Um, they didn't just unlimit stuff. They actually banned some things. Um, the card they banned was Linkross. Um, now they semi-limited three cards. They semi, semi-limited White Dragon Wyver Burster, uh, Mykuria the Destructor, Necroface, and Lone Fire Blossom. Yeah, Lone Fire is semi-limited now. And now they unlimited Dragonet and Deep Sea Diva. Uh, the reason for Diva is because they've got a structure deck coming out for Deep Sea Diva. So, of course, they're, they're coming out with that. Uh, Linkross, on the other hand. Now, Linkross, it was part of a bunch of OTKs. So, finally, they got to that. Um, Linkross is from Eternity Code. It is a, um, it's a Cybers link, link monster. It is the uh, Link 1 uh, with 2 or or higher link monster to make it. Um, it's bottom center, 900 attack, uh, it's link one. If this card is link summon, you can activate this effect, special summon a number of link tokens up to the link rating of the monster used for this link summon. Also, you cannot use link tokens as link material for the rest of the turn. You can only use the effect of link cross once per turn. Yeah, it was part of a few um, dirty combos. So they just banned it. Um, makes a whole lot more sense. Um, now, Necroface being semi-limited for me is, is wild. Um, Necroface came out back basically right after, um, right after Goat format was over. Um, it really didn't see a lot of play until um, uh, it would be around. Uh, my guess is when Synchros first came out and uh, Teladad was kind of going on, there were some pretty ridiculous combos with Necroface uh, recycling cards and things. Um, Necroface has a lot of plays, and I don't think that uh, people should really take it lightly if they look back and see. Uh, it can do a lot of things, so interesting. Um, yeah, so like I said, Deep Sea Diva, at three because diva has um a kind of entire deep sea uh deck coming out uh an entire archetype designed around deep sea diva and that's kind of a bad idea because deep sea diva is one of the greatest um greatest tuners out there it can do a lot of different plays and it can make a lot of very scary synchro monsters so we'll see what happens there all right so that's kind of the uh the episode as far as what's going on in uh in duel links there's you know we're still in the middle of the casey cup um so i said i was gonna i was gonna go through a couple of the decks that i i've been running uh, so I'm going to talk about kind of the, I would say the funnest deck that I'm running right now. Okay. So funnest deck I'm running. It's not, it's not hyper, hyper competitive, but, um, so it is a mixture between harpies and miss Valley. Uh, the skill is harpies hunting ground, the my skill. Now, uh, what it is is first, um, I'm using two copies of cockadoodle doodle which is a level five wing beast. Um, honestly, you use it uh, for, you special summon it, it becomes a level three uh, tuner. It is a level four if your opponent controls monsters on the field, you don't control any cards, you can special summon it, it's level four. Uh, level five if you tribute it. I honestly only use the level three effect. Um, the next card I use, so you have, uh, two copies of cockadoodle do i have three copies of harpy queen i have two copies of harpy dancer 
I'm running three copies of Miss Valley Falcon. That's kind of the star of the show. I use one copy of Miss Valley Shaman. Uh, that's kind of my, my basic lineup. Now for my spell lineup, I'm using one copy of Divine Wind of Miss Valley. I'm using one copy of Harpy's Hunting Ground. I'm using two copies of Big Bang Shot, which Big Bang Shot is kind of the the enabler of the deck, kind of the reason that I play the deck. I'm using one copy of Quill Pen of Galdos, that's a spell. I'm using two copies of Phoenix Chain, or sorry, three copies of Phoenix Chain, and one powerful Rebirth. Now, what I'm doing with this deck. So, here's what a turn one kind of looks like. Sorry guys, my daughter wanted a Pop-Tart, so I had to go for a minute. And apparently it wasn't chocolate, so it was a freak out. Um, my oldest son likes to take all the boxes of Pop-Tarts that we buy and put them in a tub and mix them up. So every time he gets a pulls a Pop-Tart, it's a different flavor. Now that's great for a person who likes surprises, but for my daughter who doesn't like, uh, apparently doesn't like strawberry Pop-Tarts, uh, well, she does like she does like strawberry Pop-Tarts, but she wanted chocolate. So, kind of a bad day for her. Anyways, I digress. Um, so, the uh, Synchro lineup for this, I've got um, Samurai Destroyer, probably the the best uh, synchro monster in the level seven lineup. I've got a copy of Ancient Fairy Dragon, a copy of Ancient Pixie Dragon. So we've got our kind of moving through our field spells because you bounce a lot of things. You, you play field spells over and over again. Um, that's kind of the draw. If you have Ancient Pixie out and you say you have um, the other level seven in there, which is Miss Valley Thunderlord. Uh, Thunderlord bounces a card back to your hand that's on the field. And then it allows you to, um, he, gain, he gains uh, 500 attack. So he goes up to 3,100 attack. Kind of getting over a lot of stuff. Which, if it's a field spell, you bounce the field spell back. If you have Ancient Pixie Dragon on the field, then allows you to play a field spell, which allows you to draw another card. Um, and then Ancient Pixie Dragon, you can blow up a card on the field. So kind of nice. Uh, Ancient Fairy Dragon is there to get out um, Divine Wind of Mist Valley which Divine Wind of Miss Valley is a field spell that if you bounce a, a wind monster from your side of the field, you can special summon a monster from your deck and you can normal summon, uh, you end up normal summoning another card because um, I use Harpy Dancer to go through that. So if I had say Harpy Dancer on the field, or sorry, Harpy Dancer on my hand, um, and what, what I like to play is my a good opening hand for me is like say a harpy dancer uh divine wind of miss valley and big bang shot that, that's a good opening hand for this deck uh what i like to play so you say you're this is a turn two your opponent has a has a card sitting on the field there uh face down uh, spell or trap and you've got harpy's hiding ground so you summon your dancer which then you're gonna take your dancer and you're gonna bounce it back to your hand um, after you play Divine Wind and Miss Valley. So you first summon the dancer, it blows up a card because it's a harpy. It blows up your the set spell or trap that your opponent has. Then you bounce the harpy dancer back after you play Divine Wind and Miss Valley. So when you play Divine Wind and Miss Valley, you get your you bounce your dancer back, which then special summons any. Uh, level four lower wind monster from your deck, which I use. I summon my Miss Alley Falcon, so my Falcon comes out. If they have a monster, I equip my Big Bang Shot to my opponent's monster. Okay, so what that does is think of all the monsters out there. Okay, all the monsters who have effects to protect themselves, you can equip equip spells to them. Okay. Um, I've even played this against a favorite hero deck, and you can still equip an equip spell to your opponent's monster, even if they have favorite hero on. The greatest part about it is then you play your Miss Valley Falcon, okay? 2,000 attack. You attack with your Miss Valley Falcon, all right? 
So you're like, well, your opponent looks at you you're like, okay, you're going to attack my, say, 5,000 attack monster with a 2,000. Well, you're balancing the Big Bang shot with Miss Valley Falcon's effect. For Miss Valley Falcon to attack, you have to bounce a card back to your hand on the field. It's not her. So I, I say her. I don't know if it's her or him. Really don't know. It's pretty androgynous. Uh, throw it in the comment section if you think it's a boy, if you think it's a girl, tell me about it. Could be in between. I don't know. Gender fluid. Uh, anyway, so Falcon attacks, bounces the Big Bang shot. Big Bang shot's effect states that if if it's removed from the field, you banish the monster equipped to it. So it's essentially banishing that monster that your opponent controls. So the other card I like to use is Fiendish Chain. Because they play Fiendish, you play Fiendish Chain on their monster, and then I can bounce my Fiendish Chains back, reusing my Fiendish Chain. The other thing I have in there is a powerful rebirth. Okay, powerful rebirth, use it, you bounce it back, you can use it again. So that's the idea of the deck, reusing those cards over and over again. Um, in the TCG when I played this, I brought this to regionals. I, I made top 16 with a deck very similar to this. Um, the only difference was I was running Genex Ally Birdman and I was running uh, Genex Ally Blast Fan to get my Birdmans out. Uh, there's a pretty cool effect with Birdman or with Blast Fan. Uh, it's a wind monster, so you can summon Blast Fan from, from the. Uh, to the field from from the deck and then blast fans effect is when it's uh, special summoned you get to add a gen x uh, tuner which you would add the birdman uh, that was when birdman was at three uh, birdman is one of my favorite tuners and it just kind of replenished itself uh, blast fan oddly enough is a spellcaster which is weird because he is he is he looks like a, a machine so uh, there were things that you could do with it. But anyway, so I used that deck before. This is kind of the, the Duel Links version that I can play. Um, so got my tuners. Uh, the other two synchros I use, I use a Star, uh, Stardust Spark Dragon and I use a uh, Thought Ruler Archfiend as my eights because it does happen where Cockadoodle Doo is eight stars. Um, so that's kind of the deck. It's a lot of fun. Um, it can negate stuff. It can set up. It does brick a little bit. Um, I use the pil quill pen of Gwildos to kind of um, uh, get rid of, you know, some some nasty stuff, and also recycle back into my deck. Um, I do sometimes uh, get close to decking out with the deck because I'm bouncing stuff and special summoning from the deck a lot. So it does happen. Um, I do see Harpy Ladies coming back uh, for the when Xyz comes out. Uh, I do believe they are one of the strongest Xyz decks out there, especially if we get any of the Wind Xyz monsters uh, in the level four. Harpies will be good, very, very good. So, um, if you guys like Harpies too, like myself, uh, throw some ideas out in the Discord. Um, I always say come on my discord uh, my discord I want it to be um, a lot more conversation going on I try to throw ideas out there every so often um, also added a D&D &D element to my discord so uh, there's a bot on there for D&D &D if you guys want to play D&D &D. um, you know even create your own D&D &D on there Yu-Gi-Oh theme be a lot of fun hey Think about that. D&D uh, doesn't have to be classical D&D. You can play Yu-Gi-Oh themed D&D. I know back when I was a teenager, I played D&D uh, &D based on Macross and and Robotech and Gundam and you know Marvel. There's lots of superhero. You can do kind of whatever you want with that. Um, the nice part is is uh, it's basically for dice rolling. So you can kind of do all your dice rolling on there so you're not rolling pretend dice at home and saying, oh yeah, I got a 20. I got a 20 again. So that's why I added the D&D element to my Discord. So something else to do. Um, I also was asked by somebody to look into a card game called Xenozard. Uh, it's by Bandai. Now... I looked into the card game. 
it's uh so it's it's very much i would say uh take on magic the gathering uh they try to make it look like it's um they, they call it an intelligent card game it seems like it's very futuristic as far as you know you have an avatar and things like that very close to resembling like a mixture between magic and Yu-Gi-Oh! duel links uh, but the play style is very magic-esque which means it's very slow um the actual card art and everything i didn't it looked like magic you know it looked very very much like a crappy version of magic so that is what it is um i don't suggest it very much unless you're looking for something to kind of do now i always say if you have questions or anything send uh any kind of email to me and i will read it on the show so i got an email from a guy named Devin, and here's the email hey rain maybe a little too old to play but i still do and i will continue to do so as long as i'm having fun just wanted to thank you for the great contact and i was especially pumped to hear you're from canada i'm out here in alberta and grinding when i can and listening to content when i can so thanks again well Devin, thank you for sending me an email i definitely enjoy hearing from everybody and you know what come on the discord discord definitely helps uh you can talk to a lot of the people on there we have a lot of good friends on there all right thanks guys so this is the part where i want to speak to one specific person and it is Shadow Realm Shad, known as World's Best Champ. Well, Shad, when you're done looking at your pal Seth Rollins and turn your TV off of the Trailer Park Boys because they are from the other side of Canada, buddy. I'm from Ontario. I'm not from the East Coast. Where they get to see a nice beautiful sea, a nice beautiful ocean. I'm looking right now in the back of my farm, looking at an ocean of wheat. I'm a f- I live on a farm. I'm a hick. I ain't no city yet. Shad, you're a city yet. You know what a city it is? person that lives in the city. person that thinks he knows. Thinks he knows what hard work is. Knows how to use his hands. Guess what? Use my hands every single day. My job? I work with metal. I smash metal to make things. To make parts. So, yeah, I play Duel Links for fun. But every single day... I've got a hammer in my hand, smashing. So if you think that your little idiot brain can comprehend what actual hard work is, you have no, no idea. And there were words said that very much offended me. But I'm going to let bygones be bygones. As far as your challenge, unfortunately... Shadow Realm's a little late for me. I have to get up the next morning at 4 a.m. Your Shadow Realm starts at 6 on the West Coast because you're a West Coast guy. Well, I'm central close to Eastern time, which means that you're about four, three to four hours different. So a little late for Mr. Rain. I'm more of an early morning guy. At least I'm a hick. So if you're looking for Ricky, whatever, that's not me, buddy. You can watch Little Letter Kenny to get a little more info. If you listen to my podcast, you know at the end, Pitter Patter, Let's Get At Her. Yeah, that's a reference to stuff that happens around here. So what we call a guy like you, Chad, is a city. A guy in the city, I don't know what he's doing. 
big pickup truck. I live on a farm. Work hard every day. And I smash metal. I'm 6'3", 320 pounds, buddy. Work hard, and I don't have parole. Because out here, we take care of things. We don't get involved in all that. So as far as a promo, bud, bring it. Bring your promos. But in the end, know this. You're not the champ. You're the chump. Pitter-patter, boys. Let's get at her. Get out there and duel. See you next week.